That's coming up. Hey, and we're good. We got Chuck Young, the Destroyer here. <laughs> Finally meeting with the Destroyer. And Cody? Hey, I'm just here to have fun. It's good to see you here, my man. Thanks right. for coming over here on this early morning. Thank you, Chuck, for coming out here to Big Fat Studios, my man. How are you, how are you doing, man? I'm doing good. I'm excited to be here. Be uh, Come to do this is awesome, just being here with you guys is cool. Well, cool, man. Well, thank you so much. I know you're a busy guy. We're all we're all busy guys. We all have real jobs out there and all that kind of stuff. So I appreciate you guys coming in here and uh, talking with us. Man, I have been wanting to talk with you for a long time. Connor came back on the truck one time and he was like, "There's this big dude who keeps coming <laughs> to the food truck." He did actually. And he's like, he calls himself the Destroyer, and he's like, "Hey, we got to do something together." you know and um and and something else i can't remember the whole story i wish connor was here because it would be a good story and i was like what and he's like yeah man he's a like a professional arm wrestler and i'm like really uh and he's coming to the truck and he's like yeah loves our burritos he's super nice guy um i'm like really and he's like so i'm is he on youtube or something so we pull you up on youtube and the very first video we find is i want to say nine ten years ago yeah it was Chuck Young comes on the scene. You got. I should have sent this to you. I, Cody. I watched it. I, I watched it. The one where he's in the bar, where you're in the bar. Oh, I yeah. love this video. Oh man, it's crazy too. So tell me about this man. How did you get into arm wrestling, and how did you go in there with so much confidence? And tell me what's going on. So, it's so crazy. Uh, you know, you'd think someone would like Google it and you know find out about arm wrestling. Oh, not me. I was uh, I was at this bar shooting a pool tournament. And this big guy just walks by me, just monster guy, and he's got this arm wrestling shirt on. And I look at him, I'm like, I go up to him, I'm like, dude, you arm wrestle? He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm a professional. I'm like, well, dude, I'll I'll rip your arm off. And he's just like, hey, and <laughs> we we really didn't hit it off very good in the very beginning, but it was. You fun. told him you'll rip his arm. Yeah, off. Yeah, I told him. Uh, yeah, and then uh, it's never a good way to start with somebody that's that way, right? It wasn't. It wasn't good. But anyway, I go back up to him. I'm like, listen, I go, didn't mean to come across crazy, but. I really love arm wrestling and you know how can I get into it and he then he was like all cool and he's like telling me and I'm like god you could I'll bet money or whatever and he's like well you should get all this guy Bill Collins and it's kind of like the Dana White you know UFC Dana White basically I called Bill Collins you know the you know the main promoter for UAL and so I call him up and I'm like, hey, I go, hey, I'm Chuck Young, and I'm, I, I want to, you know, start arm wrestling and whatever, and, you know, maybe you could set me up with a super match and everything. And he's like, super match, and he's like holding this phone out, like, who is this guy, you know? And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, no one could beat me, and no one could even move my arm, and, and he knew I was, <laughs> he knew I was like, no one, completely crazy, right? And, no one uh, can move my arm. No one can do. No one, nobody can pin my arm, right? So, next thing you know, I start talking to him, and he's like, yeah, well, maybe I could set you up a super match. I'm like, well, do it. I go, I'll bet any amount of money, you know? And, and so he really didn't take me seriously. And then a couple weeks later, I was like, he didn't call me. And so I call him up and I got all kind of like in his face and I was like on the phone, you know, I'm like, I go, are you the real deal? Or is this a joke? And he's like, he, he's just got, he got, he got totally, and he's like, listen, um, 
you really serious here? He goes, what, what do you want me to do? Set you up with a super match? I'm like, yeah. How much, what, what are you talking, 20 grand? What do you what do you want to do? You know what I mean? And he's just thinking, what is going on with this guy? And, you know, I look back at it now. It's just crazy. I mean, it is crazy. But So what's a, what's a no, super it's, match? So a super match is like one-on-one, -on -one, you know, the best of six, you know. So you are you get up there against a certain guy for a certain amount of money or whatever. And, you know, it's a one-on-one -on -one super match. So absolutely had no idea what I was getting into like <laughs> at all but you're talking I didn't smack. even know yeah yeah and I didn't even know there was an arm wrestling table I didn't even know any of this like totally clueless I never so I literally he sets me up with a super match and he didn't think I was going to show up right so I fly to California to arm wrestle Luke Luke Kent and this guy's 165 pounds fifth in the world you know he's just he's awesome right and I show up to this bar, this big, huge event, you know, massive event. And you know, like, you know, the movie Over the Top? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So Cobra Rhodes and Alan Fisher were in that movie. And they are having a super match, right? <laughs> well, the whole word, word gets out that Chuck Young is showing up here and blah, blah, blah. And... I was definitely the talk of the situation here. Oh, like, you can tell in that video. Oh, that, it's that, so bad. It's so bad. I mean, and I show up there and I'm thinking, you know, I could freaking kick anybody's butt here. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And yeah. none of, I didn't know that they were all arm wrestlers. The whole place was packed. With like, arm wrestlers. The whole place of, of everybody, right? Oh my God. And here comes Chuck out of the gate. You know what I mean? Like, you can't move so at, me. So at this point, you just like to arm wrestle. Oh, I just loved it. Yeah. Yeah. I totally had no idea what I was getting into. Like none whatsoever. So it was like, and that's why it's so funny, you know, cause here I do show up like, you know, you can't move my arm and I, oh, it, it, it had bad. to be the most epic entrance. Yeah. Oh, it is. It's, it's the literally like someday. Yeah. Yeah. Someday there's going to be a de destroyer movie Absolutely. and, yeah. and there's going to be, I don't over know who's going to play that part right there. But. Over the top destroyer. Oh, yeah. So how much money was on the line? Like how much did you have to put so, up? So it was only a, th a thousand bucks. Did you, know you really I mean? bring it expecting 20 th to drop $20,000? Uh, honestly, I, I mean. You brought it. No, no, I didn't even, I didn't, br I didn't bring it. I didn't bring it. But I mean, he's like saying it's a thousand bucks. And, and at the right, right when it, it was all happening, I was even made a funnier, crazier move. So I went up to the main guy. I said, hey, here's another thousand. You know what I mean? On myself, you know? And. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, it was. I, I definitely, you know, made it made a stage. You know what I mean? Just coming up there, but yeah, it was crazy. Oh, I thought it was epic. Connor and I are in the food trailer, and we're like, "This is the guy," and he's like, "Yeah, that's the guy." And I was like, "It's not the same. It's not the same meeting him." No, I got to no. meet this guy. Oh. And uh, anyway, so we were we were super pumped about that, and I've been wanting to get. I to me, I was like, this guy. I tell everybody when I talk about you, I'm like, this guy is the Conor McGregor of arm wrestling. That's how I relate to you. I'm like, he, I don't know anything about arm wrestling. Right. I mean, I've been watching videos. Now I'm curious though. I'm now yeah. I'm watching stuff, you right. know? And, um, but that's what you bring to it is you made, you make it interesting. That's what Conor McGregor does. You know, like Conor McGregor, he doesn't win every match, you know, but if you talk UFC with anybody, who does everybody they, they know? All know? They all know his name. Right. You know? And that's that's Chuck Young. Like, he comes on the scene and blows it up. I mean, to me, it seems like you get, you get, I don't know, you get the attention side of it. 
And just like these guys do, like the show, yeah. this is the show right. and you make the show interesting. I yeah. mean, that all brings a whole dynamic in there. Yeah. It's it, now I look back at it, you know, how, how it happened, you know, years ago. And I think it's just totally funny, but it's my story. You know what I mean? And oh, every, it's awesome. Everybody loved me for it because I, I didn't give up. They said, you'll never see this guy again. I and saw that. And they were like, you'll never see him again. You know what I mean? And here I am. I start going to all the, I mean, I, I loved it so much, and I mean, I just started flying to all these tournaments. I mean, who would go all the way to Florida for a tournament for 250 bucks? Here I am. I show up. I fly all the way out there, and I show up to these tournaments. And so I got a lot of respect for never giving up, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, oh, I bet. I bet. Yeah. I did see that in that video. There's just like, yeah, guys like this come and go all the time. But Right. And uh, <laughs> But then there's just a whole career of it after that. There's so many more videos, and I'm like, man, he stuck with it, and... um that is uh, really awesome. Um, where did it Where did it go from there? Like how I you you started traveling and everything else, but where did it go from there? Like how much? I, I have no clue how often these tournaments are right. or where yeah, they I are. Thinking, I was thinking that. How many do you do you have? Do you set a goal like five a year, ten a year? So, really, like now it's like once a month. You know, every every month or two months, you know, I'll go to a tournament. It all depends. I I backed off a lot now. Um, not as much as I was, you know, going before I was doing a lot of tournaments, but in the beginning, I was going to a tournament every weekend, every two weeks, like I was dry going everywhere and yeah. I, I, it was pretty intense. So how long did it take to get sponsorships? Like, cause it's going to spend, you spent some money flying oh, for 250 bucks. You're really no, doing it for the fun of it. It was all for fun. And it was such a blessing. I just basically, um, I was the marketing director for the monster truck, the destroyer. I, you know, and so uh, it was kind of, that's how I got the name. And so at the time I was doing traveling with the monster truck and I was doing that. And so then I, I said, you know what? I said, man, I should name myself the destroyer too. <laughs> and my buddy Roger's like, yeah, dude, he goes, you got it. He goes, you are the destroyer. I'm like, yeah, I love it. And people thought I was just nuts. Like, you know, cause I was like, you know, basically calling myself the destroyer and I was, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, and, um, basically self-promoting myself and then all of a sudden I uh, I had a car dealership he's like man Chuck I could I'll fly you everywhere if you want to go so I ended up getting sponsors and um, that's when I really was making a name for myself because I was getting all these sponsors and everyone's like god this guy's getting sponsors and doing this and no one else did no one else was had sponsors or anything like that and uh, so I was just traveling everywhere and it was it was it was awesome no, there's a guy that wrestles. He refs wrestling, which I'm big on the wrestling. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I, I like you like arm wrestling, but right. Uh, anyway, he's older now. I, I would imagine he's in his 60s. But he was. Uh, I don't know if he was the Montana State, but I'm sure you know him. But he refs. I don't. I don't know oh, his name. Um, Bear. Bear. Yeah. I mean, I, he's just a little. I mean, yeah. five foot eight, probably or the Golden Bear. Yeah. 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 Yes. Look at that goal. Yeah. Yeah, I know, I know, I know all the guys. So he he's a he's a great guy. He's really he goes everywhere. Does he? Yeah. I know that he used to wear a, he used to wear a jacket. So when I was in college, he, he, we were doing refing right. for for the high school wrestling, and he'd wear his jacket around his arm wrestling jacket. Oh, and, uh, yeah, he's a he's a really great guy. I see I see them all the time, and we always at the tournaments. He'll be there. Um, how are the other guys all in the in? in arm wrestling like what's the community like um what tell us a little bit about that so 
that was another thing. Like, the way I got into arm wrestling, I was thinking, you know, the camaraderie, you guys, of arm wrestling is is the best. And, you know, and that, it's totally threw me off guard. You know, everyone's but friends. They're like family. Like, it's it's really great. We Like, if I said I was going uh, to Florida or whatever, you know, and I put a post, everyone would be like, hey, I'll pick you up and this and that. So it's it's really, it's... It's awesome how everybody is. Cause I, yeah, cause I'm I'm watching these videos and I've watched you arm wrestle a lot now, <laughs> and it, you're like so intense, man. And you're like you got this mouth guard, and you're just like, I mean, you look like you're gonna tear this guy's arm off, right? And whether you win or lose that little match there, like you're you're all of a sudden like instantly like very good with these guys. Like right. you're like. It, yeah. Like you're patting him on the back, and you're you're like yeah, you know, and and uh, I'm like beforehand like seconds ago you looked like you're gonna tear this guy's arm destroy, off destroy you destroy he's in destroyer mode yeah but so quickly you're also in good sport mode and you know you guys are hugging each other at the end or anything else but now i want to know like is there anybody who you like like that like you've him. run into that you're just like <laughs> no i don't no. like that guy no yeah, you like know that what? guy i don't hug that guy afterwards no you know what's so funny i was funny i was in las vegas and um i was I'm gonna arm wrestle devin lorette and he's the world champion you know yeah. and devin and i'm get to arm wrestle him right yeah so i get up there and i'm i'm on stage and i'm just all pumped up and devin comes up and he's like oh the destroyer i said yeah i go dude i'm gonna rip your arm off right and i'm <laughs> and i'm i'm all and i mean honestly and i get up there left-handed with them and i'm i am so pumped and and i felt so comfortable and i literally thought in my mind that i was gonna beat him right yeah long story short he flashes me and just smashes me instantly right and then my buddy uh, tom nelson comes flying up to me and he's like chuck he goes chuck he goes man you are a true champion man you are a champion you know why because you honestly believe you're gonna win like that because i was going against him <laughs> so he was teasing me give me a bad time but yeah it's it's a mindset you know and when you go up there if you act defeated you already lost you yeah, know what I mean? yeah absolutely yeah so so you, I've always had conviction that, you know, I'm going to win no matter what, you know? So that's a, that's a mindset you have to have in life, I believe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you do Absolutely. 100%. 100%. And yeah. you, you have to just keep showing up. You have to. Just keep showing up. Yeah. You got to show up and just swing at everything and, and make it happen and, um, you know, just set an example, you know, and that's what I try to do. Yeah. No, that is awesome. I think I relate with you because... I I just see that, you know, you're doing something different. You, you just look like, it's not that you don't care, but you're going to do what you're going to do. And uh, I find it, honestly, man, I find it quite inspiring that look at this guy. He's going at it. Like that first video, I know you look back on it and you're saying, oh, geez, it was bad or whatever you say. Because I look back on old videos of myself and I'm, I do the same thing. But that's inspiring. When you see that video... <laughs> It's fun. It's fun. It is so great, but it's also inspiring because when you then you start going through the timeline and you're like, okay, here's this video. They all said he wasn't gonna. This guy's not gonna be back. But you kept going back, and then you're in bigger tournaments and you're at all this type of stuff. Like comes on the scene in in this big way. You didn't care. You didn't care what anybody thought. You know, and that and that stick to itness after people are saying this guy isn't gonna show up. That's I don't know. I find it inspiring. Um, I don't know. I think I think the desire and it just shows that here's somebody that that liked arm wrestling, 
didn't know anything about it. Didn't know even what he was doing, right? Yeah. But he had a desire and shows up and then continues to keep showing up. Yeah. And creates this facade about himself. Yeah. No. I think it's I think it's an awesome story. I think it is an awesome story. And honestly, this is like why we did this. Like this gives me an excuse to like rub elbows with people that are going after it, you right. know? Like that's exciting. Yeah, it's funny. I look back at now. It's like you, I always give myself a bad time. Like, God, you you think I would have Googled it or researched <laughs> it or anything? And I'm telling you, like, absolutely none Nothing. whatsoever. I didn't even know there was an arm wrestling table or anything, or you had to hold a peg or anything. Yeah, there's just so much technique. It's just all. It's so much technique. Had you had you not seen over the top at, by that um, time? Actually, saw. Um, no, I haven't even. I didn't even think I seen the movie. Like, but I you even, like you liked arm wrestling, but you didn't. You didn't no, watch the. I mean, no. that was one that I remember as a kid watching it. We'd go around and like yeah. arm wrestle in lunchtime. That you know? was uh, the 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 Rocky Balboa of oh, arm wrestling. Yeah. You know, like well, was it? It was, it was another. He ended up winning a diesel or two hundred yeah. fifty grand. A, or something. And and I know. So John Brzezink, who actually won it in real life, you know, he just. He's going to Dubai, you know, in this next couple of weeks, arm wrestling, uh, Devin Lorette. So, yeah, he's still arm wrestling. He is awesome. He's a legend, but um, I'm good friends is with he, all those guys. Is he the guy who the movie was based on or something? Um, or Well, no, it wasn't. It was based on, you know, the Sylvester Stallone whole deal. But right. the guy that actually won the tournament and won the truck, his name's John Brzezink. Okay. It wasn't, okay. it wasn't Sylvester Stallone. But. Right, right. But I was wondering if it was like... I didn't know so if that long, was based on an actual person or not. How long has that guy been arm wrestling? I mean, um, that movie's got to be 30 years old. Yeah, um, over 30-some-odd years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's 50. I, I want to say he's like 56. Now, was he a truck driver by trade? No, nothing. No, no. So no. he just has this big truck out in front of his house? Oh, no, drive? he ended up selling the truck that he actually won. He yeah. ended up selling it, but yeah. Wow. Yeah, he actually uh, worked for Delta Airlines. John Brzezink does and so he has to, he gets flown everywhere you know what I mean so yeah but yeah that's incredible pretty and pretty it's pretty amazing where he's came from now you know like what he's done so what is uh so I noticed I'm seeing posts right now what's going on in uh I think it's in Romania right now so Levon well it's actually in Dubai Oh, is this because there's like a world is there a world championship going on right okay. now yeah there is now they have those you know, there's different. I was just in Worlds. We just had it in Orlando, Florida. So we just did that a couple, two, three months ago. I was in Florida and went to Worlds. So I was there. But in different countries, they have different deals. I mean, it's it's everywhere. I mean, yeah. so it's every country. I mean, um, and, and that country where what they're going on now, people travel to them. So even if you were here, you could go, you could go there. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. But we just had worlds in uh, Florida, um, so. So, is there good. different world tournaments? Yeah, there there is different world tournaments. So it's like if, like to say, oh, I got fifth in the world. You know, that's not the real deal. You know what I mean? It's at like that, at that tournament, at that situation. Yes, you that, know what I mean. Okay. So I see. Yeah. I see. Okay, because I was wondering, like, I'm, how that all worked, and uh, do you do people. Do people go and travel? I mean, have you ever traveled like out of country to go do no, these tournaments? I haven't, but yeah, a lot of people do. They go to Russia. They 
there looks like some big Russians and some God, big yeah, Czechoslovak, Czechoslovakians. Can't even say the word, but yeah, no, these guys are huge, big animals. But even size doesn't really matter. I mean, these guys are juiced on steroids. I mean, these guys are on a whole different level. You know oh I mean? man! I mean, and now the new deal with this Levon guy. If you look at him, at one time I think he was like 136 pounds. I mean, he's like looks like he's 400 pounds now. He's a mo- I mean, he looks like a gorilla. Wow. <laughs> not a very good looking guy i tell you but he is a monster yeah, yeah. wow i'm i know and, I, and then i started finding uh this i don't know i've been it's funny that i've been introduced to this whole world because chuck came and bought a breakfast burrito at the with, at our truck and now i'm like <laughs> with connor yeah now i'm like i literally have it popping up because when you know how once you search something yeah it, it starts, starts coming to up pop up so i'm like schoolboy takes on such and such and um, exactly and i got all this stuff coming up and, and then i'm like schoolboy is that just something somebody wrote in a title like watch this schoolboy you know dominate this guy like but then i realized no he calls himself schoolboy yeah well he's he got into it really really young and got videos i mean he's a big youtube i mean yeah he's got a lot of youtube hits and i mean so he travels and but he's really good too you yeah, know what I mean, so he's really been promoting himself, self-promoting, you know. But yeah, he, he's doing good. That's smart. That's the name of the game. That's the part I'm interested in. Yeah, that's what but I was going to say. There must be a lot of people that self-promote, or, or a handful of them, anyway. No, yeah, like my Michael Todd is going in heavy on uh, doing YouTube and stuff right now. Devil, it's the new thing. It's like that's what everyone's doing right now, doing videos the whole time. Are Are you aware of anyone before you? So I'm 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 now aware of this world because of you like right. and that video of you coming on the scene. Was there anybody really before you like that you can think of offhand that that kind of had your swagger or your kind of your um I don't know, do you see what I'm saying like the branding you do? Right. I I don't think so. I'm not I I don't think so. I mean, um I know they're doing it now. There a lot of people are doing it now, but no. And my deal was just totally off the chart too. So I, I think it's funny. I just keep looking back at everything that happened, and it's just like, man. But it is what it is, and that's why I'm at, you know, where I'm yeah. at today. You know yeah. what I mean? Because of it. So in in placement over the last, I don't know how long you've been doing it, ten plus years, right? Mm-hmm. What have you placed? Because I know there's like nationals, right? right? And then you got worlds, and probably you know a hundred other ones but like so, what are some of the things you've placed so state basically like montana state champion washington when i was there i did a lot in california you know so i was traveling basically california oregon washington that that whole deal and um some out-of-state things i would travel like i went to florida once and but not nationally or gone to nationals i didn't do any of that stuff um just because i was doing mainly state tournaments and i never went to really really go to nationals but but i will be this you know this next year or whatever i'll start going to tournaments a little bit more i'm gonna step it up yeah yeah um i was looking at it and i'm like i mean how how much does age play a factor in here like dude you're you're huge man you look in great shape um you, I tried to do the math on everything else, and I, I'm wondering how old are you now? So I'm I'm 51 now. Okay. Oh, so I'm 51, and it's crazy. I, I trowel concrete, so this is me. I'm stock out of the gate. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everyone's training. They're in the gym, and I'm like that farm truck. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just get right out of the farm <laughs> truck, wide over there, and you know, I yeah. just start 
you know, but I want to, you know, get in the gym and stuff and, and do all that. I just, it's like recovery for me is everything. Like I pour concrete and when I'm done, a few sets there and said, Hey, do you want to go lift weights? I'm like, are you crazy? No, oh, I, no, I don't want to lift weights. I've been lifting yeah. weights all day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So th this is me stock out of the gate. You know really? What I mean? Yeah. That's amazing because yeah. I was wondering like, how does he have time? I know yeah, you have several businesses shape. and your everything else. Um, it's I just guess corn fed. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have one of those like, uh, going over the top you know how he has one that he works his arm mm -hmm. do you have yeah. do you have anything that you do yes yeah i do and uh, but i have all the stuff you know and it's like you know you have gym equipment but do you use it you know and i have i got training tools i got uh i got this arm deal it's called the arm trainer and i have it hooked up so i it's got bands on it so you're pulling and do that and i got a terminator table that has you know you put weights you know on it and stuff like that but and a lot of different handles for you know hand strength but me trailing concrete, that's how I got my hands so strong. Oh, I bet. I got my hands are Yeah, you're pulling. Strong. Well, you're pulling all and the time. And you're trailing. And you're, yeah. You're using your hands. So Yeah, you got to grip that thing so it's not spinning on you. Right, right. So my hand strength is extreme, and it's all because of concrete. So, I mean. It, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, it that's really incredible. is. I got big forearms because it's like, you know, because I'm trailing. You know, people are like, ah, oh, what are you lifting? What, what are you lifting? I'm like, Man, I'm yeah, in, I'm, I'm lifting concrete. Yeah, yeah, I'm in recovery. You know, for me now, it's just I want to recover. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I mean, it's hard to even think of, like, in the, the thought of, because I know when I was in high school and college, because I wrestled in college. Right. And uh, we would do the, the hand, you know, so I'd be in class, you know, you'd be like, I'm going to do like 15 before class. And then you'd switch. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you'd wake up in the morning and, you know, I still do, but I, I'm not near as admittedly not as much but like 25 push-ups you know in between right but you don't do really any of that i mean no. you have the concept of it once in a while yeah. ah. i want to say that i mean like i'm trying we're building a gym right now and it's gonna happen and i'm gonna change my game up you know i'm gonna go into another weight cut right now so um i was like 265 and i got down to 225 and then I'm back up another 10 pounds, so I'm kind of fluctuating weight because there is weight classes, and for me, I just want to get in the best shape, you know, possible, you know, so I'm trying to, you know, I was at 225, I was like 12% body fat, just stock, so I mean, I really want to... That's awesome. I'm, I've gone up now a little bit, but um, I think that's what my goal is, is this next year is take it to a different level, you know what I mean? Cause, yeah, yeah. Do you so have... Oh, sorry. Do you have those little, do you use those little hand grip things? Um, I have them, but I got some really, really hard ones. You know what I mean? But, yeah. but truthfully I don't because my, I guess it's for me now, it's just like healing my hands, you know, from troweling uh, all the time. Um, the recovery is what I need to do. So if you, um, it feels like after I trowel a slab, if I wait a couple of days, then I could really feel the strength. So mm. it's kind of a trick there too. Like before tournaments, you know, you got to rest like right. a week or so before a tournament. Yeah. Um, but I like doing the hands a couple of days prior to an arm wrestling match, just working a little bit and yeah. then they just seem extra strong. I, I got to tell you a story about my dad. I should have thought about this ahead of time and I should have just done this this morning. Now, I, I should have done your this. hands? Well, my dad, he has an epic story that I remember as a kid. I should have done it. I should have. This I'll tell you the story. So my dad in the 80s and 90s, he was the, uh, down in Clark County, 
uh, Nevada, which is Las Vegas. Right. He was uh, the director of business licensing for gaming and liquor. So if you were going to open up, had anything to do with casinos and liquor, he was the director of that department. He was right under the county commissioners, so everything had to be signed off by his his department once it got approval and, I mean, whatever. So he was kind of like, kind of like people had to go through him to get it in front of the county commissioners because he would, you know, anyway. So they're there to impress him. So there was these guys. I want to say there was Phil and Tom. They started up PT's Pub, and there's PT's Pubs now all over Las Vegas, or at least there was in 2007 when I left. And they're great little neighborhood uh, sports bars, good food, and it's just they they dialed in a, like a real good atmosphere that they were known for. And every street you went down, there was a PT's Pub, and there was a, just a chain of them. So Phil and Tom, they came out, and they're these two brothers. I can't remember if they were twins. But they were just massive, just worked out all the time, really super fit. They built their first one, and they together, and they built it into this massive organization, massive company. So one day, um, one of them, I can't remember if it was Phil or Tom, whoever, they were in my dad's office, and uh, they're talking to him about they're trying to get their stuff licensed. They're like, hey, so, you know, Mr. Solomon, uh, yeah, what do we, how do we do this? What, you know, all this stuff. And he's sitting at his desk and he's like, hey, I, uh, I noticed you guys, uh, you seem to work out. You guys are in good shape. And, uh, and he's like, uh, well, yeah, thank you, Mr. Solomon. And he's like, hey, you know what? I got this, uh, these little grips, you know, sometimes I sit back here and, you know, in my desk and I got it. And he takes out two of those grips, right? Well, one of them, is like really hard 500 pounds of pressure or whatever you know and one of them was like really easy <laughs> and he goes hey i'll tell you what um here why don't you take one of these and we'll just put a penny in here and we'll just squeeze it and we'll put a penny in here and we'll just see who drops the penny first and the guy's like okay <laughs> so this random this is totally totally random, random. and uh, the guy's like just going along with it because he got he's got to get this guy's approval to open up his bar you know and uh, so they both put a penny in there. And my dad's sitting there and he's just holding on to this thing. And so, yeah, so that's great. So, I mean, how are you guys going to do this? And how are you guys going to do that? And this guy's over there and he's holding it, right? And he's holding the hard one. He's holding the really hard one. My dad's like, I could, he's like, I could barely even get that one to close. <laughs> and he goes, he's holding that penny over there <laughs> for like a long time. And he goes, I just keep going on with the conversation. This one's there's like, there's nothing to it. And he goes, eventually, he goes, I see him. <laughs> He's starting to kind of shake a little bit, you know, and, and he's like, <laughs> I just keep talking. And eventually this guy's like, you know, Mr. Solomon, uh, I mean, you kind of surprised me. I mean, no offense. I, I, you, you know, you don't look like a real big guy, but you're doing really, <laughs> I'm starting to struggle, honestly. And he's holding that thing. It's been like minutes and minutes, right? So finally. His hand's shaking as he's. The penny drops tink 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 <laughs> and he dropped the penny first and then he's just like my dad's like oh oh well i mean hey man it's no no big deal you know you're good took back the thing from him never told him and was like put it back in the desk and just went on and this guy's over there just like <laughs> veins are popping out and everything this really big dude anyway my dad came home he was so pumped he told us that story and he was just like man i got that guy so good yeah, he thought i'm huge Anyway, I should have done the same thing. And he today. never knew. The guy left thinking he was like, dude, I had this major 
guy who's super strong. Yeah, yeah. He's just trying to impress the guy so he can get signed off on his bar and casino. <laughs> and, uh, anyway, I should have said, I should, what a missed opportunity. Yeah, he could have done that tried to do that to me. Oh, together. man. That would have been epic. That would have been epic, yeah, because he would have been Because I've been really, really trying to prove, you know, yeah, to show off. Yeah. I know. I couldn't even hold it. I just had to tell you the story because give the credit to my we dad. We could have played that up. That I would have been like, dude, you're the destroyer. Yeah, you can't I know. let him have it. Yeah. Try and I know. put me together. I just had to tell you that story. Oh, I'm going to remember now. <laughs> Next time, don't trust me if I got some of those. He's going to put two of them. He's going to go get two and start doing it to all of his friends. Start practicing. Uh, hey, I, I got to be, I got a lot of eggs to, 40 pounds of eggs there I got to cook at a time. You know, how, ma- how many eggs, do, I mean, do you really go through? I mean, you go through so much stuff. I could only imagine. I, I have this big vision. I just see massive amounts of food you know to do make all those burritos i think there's a lot of truth to it i've seen some of those and there are a lot it's just crazy I mean, yeah, it is, is it... it is crazy it's kind of uh it's we had to like get kind of creative on how we you know we're in a limited amount of space yeah but i do i have it figured out now i can cook 40 pounds of eggs at one time that's a whole case of eggs so, so how many eggs are in a case well it's actually like so it's 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 actually big bags. They're twenty pound bags of, of eggs. It's all natural eggs. It's just eggs that they have cracked and and uh, mixed up for you. Right. And uh, the only thing they'll add, um, it's all just all natural egg. But it's they'll add a little bit of citric acid to it because eggs can they'll turn green on you or whatever. So they to keep things from huh. doing that. That's the only thing they'll add. So it's all natural eggs. You know, it's whatever. But um, we used to crack like 30 dozen eggs every day like that was a chore and then you had to like we had to go through we had these big six quart containers that you know now you're trying to fish off like one tiny little speck of shell that that fell in there into this huge container of egg yolks and egg and it was a daily chore we were going through and as we were doing more and more burritos it became a problem i'm like how do we go to the next level that's when my guy was like so dude it, i can take you to the next level does it cost more to get in the bags yeah yeah the, the eggs are more expensive it's not all what it's cracked up to be uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one yeah so that's how he was like you know my guy was like hey look we do have this for you you know blah 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 and i'm like i don't know man but then he um brought me some and i was like actually these are great like so i was happy we we had to go to that switch so did, how much time did it save oh. like did it make up whatever the cost difference was did it make up yes the, the savings oh yes there's no way we could be cracking them as many eggs as what we go through now so i i used to have the numbers down i used to have it all i i feel bad that on the spot i can't come up with it about exactly how much of an egg is in every burrito um but we measure everything out but um a 40 pound 40 pounds of eggs i'll tell you this 40 pounds of eggs will do about 150 breakfast burritos wow and they expand when you cook them and they um it'll do 150 breakfast burritos so back this earlier so right now we're just here in columbus um i was doing 80 let's see here i was doing anywhere from um, 80 to 120 pounds of eggs every morning just to do Columbus pounds of eggs that's no yolk that is no yolk at all no yeah <laughs> gosh yeah yeah that's a lot of eggs that's per morning and so that's, how many uh, pounds how many eggs does it take to make a pound like how many uh, 
Do you have any idea? I mean, uh, I no. don't. I don't. I haven't. I haven't. No. It's been a little while since I've done about all that measuring and all that weighing and everything. We, but yeah, but that was peak earlier this summer and spring when we That's were sending crazy. the truck to town and we're here. We were, you know, every pre every burrito was a pound, and uh, I can say this because no, is is we were doing four hundred to five hundred, five hundred and five hundred plus burritos every morning. So we're that's 500 pounds of food we're doing every morning. Um, then there's potatoes. You know, we're cutting 200 pounds of potatoes. Um, then there's, you know, we're sausage. going through. So sausage, because you have sausage, steak, and ch- uh, bacon, right? And sometimes ham. Correct, correct. We're going through, like, uh, I want to say, you know, bacon is very lightweight. But we're doing, you know, 20 pounds to 30 pounds of bacon per morning. And that is lightweight. Like, that's a lot of bacon to come up with that kind of weight. Steak, we're doing 30 to 45 pounds of uh, steak in the morning. Gosh. And, uh, yeah. When you really look at it, that's just amazing what you have to go through just to make a burrito. Just to put out a breakfast burrito. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing how much butter we go through. Like, you wouldn't believe how much butter we go through. Like, What's amazing pound. to me is what time you still get started. Because there are times you're I'm going starting through. To... I'm going through eight to ten pounds of butter per morning. Ten... Butter, Pick... gosh, of butter. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, well, I'm glad not to get it all sidetracked. No, there. that's totally that's in, that's impressive. I yeah. love it. Yeah, so it it was. Hey, imp- they're good. I like I like them. They're all delicious. How was your chipotle bacon the other day? Loved it. Awesome. I you know I don't know which one I like better to be honest. Like. I definitely think I'm a sausage over bacon, but man, the bacon was really good. So, I got to tell you, from the moment I met Chuck, he's like, hey, we need to get together, and I think you need to make a burrito called the Destroyer. Totally. And I've been thinking about this since you asked. I I, I think you might as well. I think the that there's idea. some way that, that like you have to promote him a little bit so they understand. If people understood why it's called the Destroyer. It's not like, man, I'm going to eat the destroyer. Well, my first reaction was like, there's no possible way I can make, like there's, burritos already have, you know, people already have a stigma or something attached to them. Like, oh, I don't want that to tear me up today at work or something, you know, and I get that all the time. And they're like, oh, is this going to just ruin my day tomorrow? And, uh, or, you know, people who haven't had our breakfast burrito, they'll come and they'll say things like that type of thing. And I'm like, wait until I put the destroyer on the menu. (laughs) Like I can't put something called the destroyer, like something that's going to destroy you. I think, I think that if you promoted it right and put his picture of like the armor, like why it's called a destroyer. Right. Then it, then I think that there's a lot of, it would take after that. Well, it, I can't believe I didn't just like latch onto it that it's a genius idea that he is a, a genius of marketing i i, I feel like i'm gonna hand <laughs> that a, to you it's, there. A, it's a smart idea and it then you know what idea. hey what's the big one that i always get what's uh, uh the labamba okay the labamba yeah okay so i'm i'm still thinking you got the labamba this is the big one right 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 okay well, pound and a half pound and a half so then you could do the two pound destroyer Oh. you get what i'm saying yeah and, he's he's on to something and then and then and that's like not to hurt you, but you know, it's a destroyer. So that's going to be the biggest, the best. So do we go big or do we go spicy? Uh, I'm with the big. I think I'm, you go I'm with big. the big. It and, gets hard to roll, man. Have you like? 
No. Okay, so La Bamba, the, is not that I'm going to sit here and be a whiner. Do the hundred I got this pounds. huge guy over here. It's too hard to roll. No, and no. it's all natural. I, he, he just was born this way. He wasn't. He was. Hey. He wasn't born. He was hatched. Hey, and it wasn't even like hatch. It's like I've been in training camp on the ground like Cinderella. You know what I mean? Scrubbing concrete floors yeah. for a living. You know yeah. what I mean? It's not as easy. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's imagine getting on knee boards and sliding a whole slab and hand doing it all by your hand. Oh you know what I mean? man! I know I have machines too, but. Serious. I've trialed some slabs. You know? uh, I, uh, I imagine. Oh, uh, you do two thousand square feet. You got blisters like no other. You know, you're out there hand, you know, hand trailing every slab. I mean, it's it's a workout. Yeah, you know, I believe it. I've helped. I've helped pour. You know, helped. I'm just a grunt. It helps pour lots of slabs. And I think when I say lots, maybe like twenty. That guy doesn't like a month. You know, mm-hmm. two weeks. How long? If you were to, if if I were to say I, I've helped with twenty. Plus, that's good. That's good though. Pores, right? Yeah. You know where I feel like I'm comfortable enough to help get the concept of what's being done, but I know that I don't know anything about finishing work. But you had probably done that in a month, so it's, two weeks. No, you know, with me, it's all custom. So we're doing like one or two pours a week, you know, because there's so much setup involved. So you're, you know, so even if you were doing one real custom home, you know, you set it up. Two three days setting it all up, coupled you know, depending on the situation. Tear you know, down, clean everything clean, up. You know, and your porn. I do a lot of decorative stamp, so um, you know, a lot of a lot of setup is involved. You know what I mean? Doing your setup is is really critical. So if you want it like uh, on the, our back porch, mm-hmm. like it has a little round table. I wanted to change because all it is is just poured cement. Yeah, but like there's like now there's cracking and stuff that happens. So me, I love doing demo replace. Just go in there, we just take it all out, and then come in and do a really beautiful stamp patio. You know, a lot of people have will have decks too. You know, and that but the prices of lumber is through the roof. Yeah, it's and crazy. People like the lumber is so expensive. You know what I mean to redo a deck. And if it was like low off the ground, you know, I try to talk them into hey, tear all the whole deck and then just we do a stamp patio. You know, so that's. Mm. Yeah, we'll just pour it all in concrete. Yeah. We'll redo it. See, there we go. Have the destroyer. Yeah. I mean, oh, you a... get a big discount, too, because we're brothers. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? You're like, do you remember that time? No, yeah. I'll rip your arm I off. I got you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, conviction can... with confidence. I love it. That's what you got to do. You might have, we might have to get an arm wrestling table in here. I was going to ask you, do you oh, have yeah. an arm wrestling table, yeah. or we should yeah. get one made up in here? And no. I do it. I totally do it. But like, I there was one time I was on a business trip, and there was a bunch of us that just came together, mm-hmm. you know, from different. It was actually I was on the school board, and so I had gone because I was the the propane guy, and they wanted to do propane school buses, and so they asked me to go to Detroit, and so we got a to a tour of the Ford. Right. Uh, and I didn't know that Ford has their own shop, but then Roush was the one that was paying for this. And there's like 100 different buildings around Detroit. Wow. And so we got a tour, you know, like 15 of them. And then they they gave us keys to uh, propane vehicles. Wow. That we got to drive around each one. Anyway, in the process of that, I ran into this guy that loved arm wrestling. And so we were talking arm wrestling and he's like, oh, it was, it was that kind of, we were just, right. you just got to get to know each other. And so by right. the end of the day, we're having dinner and, uh, he's like, oh, I'm wrestling you for who pays for dinner, which we were getting it free anyway, you know, right, right. but we were just giving each other a hard time. And I was like, oh, I'll totally arm wrestle. I'll, I'll rip your arm off. Yeah. And, uh, 
I didn't actually say those words. I'm like, I'd be, and he's like, ah, all right. come on. So we, we did it. Well, then he, he let me win. And uh, I thought I won one out of, and then he beat me one. And then he was like, okay, this is what you're doing wrong. Like, if you continue to do that, I would have broke your arm. So yeah. can you talk about that so, a little bit? So I'm glad that you're talking about that. So people could just, you know, if you ever watch someone really straining when they're arm wrestling, they put their arm up. But when they're really trying, what happens is they turn their head away. Yeah, that's what he was telling okay, me. Okay, yeah. so they turn their head away. So the key to arm wrestling, no matter what, is to keep your eyes right. You gotta, you keep your eyes on your hand. So you just watch your hand. Everything you have to watch your hand. And if you if you look away, it only takes eight pounds of pressure to snap your arm. Oh my gosh! And it's really crazy, but everyone, when you see someone really try, that person always turns their head. They always do it. So. um that's a big word of advice. Make sure you always, you know, watch your hand. And I've seen so many arm breaks. And it's, oh, really? Oh, it's, I can't really talk about it too much because it gets me sick to my stomach. It oh, man. horrible. Thank you. Because I'm super squeamish. I would Are be you? like. Oh, you Well, would. there was one guy, like we were in college. <laughs> and there were these guys that were, uh, they'd like, gone to nationals that yeah. in college. Because there's age groups, right? There, Two? well, there is age groups. So there's like masters class. There is age groups, yes. But basically we pull pro you know there's amateur you know and then there's pro division you know and so they call it open you know which is pro. anybody so an open anybody from 18 you, to 70 you totally could um you totally can but uh and there's age you know older classes too like i'll pull the master i mean i'm getting up there you know so and, and there's masters like over 40 and stuff like that but really when you're pulling open age doesn't matter you're pulling you know the young guy you're you know i i pull open class and and i do masters too you know i mean i pull that class too but i pull all the time it don't matter about their age so the key is to making sure you can see your arm right yeah and technique there's so much technique on how you hold your hand if you're capping or, you know, going over your thumb. And there's so, so many different techniques in your, you know, there's hooks, there's presses, there's so many things, you know. It's not like you're just standing up there and going down like what you thought, you know. You're standing up and you're using your body, you know what I mean? And you're throwing your whole body, your whole entire deal, and you're basically trying to make your arm, shoulder, everything one piece, you know, and speed is power. So like, that's another thing, you know, like I have a really good hit, you know, so, you know, so speed is power, you know, um, and some guys use other techniques, you know, and they'll hold you and blow, you know, burn you out and then beat you. I mean, so. Um, that make that makes me think about that movie, uh, that movie then over the top. That's like when you're, when you watch something like that, are there is there technique oh dialed in totally it's all the arm Dude, wrestling it's over the top it's yeah it that's is. what made him win yeah and you know it's mindset too you remember how i said that yeah. it's a mindset and it's like some you it's watch turning arm your wrestling. hat backwards it's like yeah. turning on the ignition to your truck yeah, yeah exactly and that's the way you need to be doing it that every single morning hey i haven't seen I mean? that movie in like 25 30 years. i haven't seen it in a long time but i'm gonna do i'm gonna but go I home can this still week quote it. and watch yeah. it with my kids yeah yeah i was like because we're at that point in life my kids are teenagers right yeah Isn't and i'm like here's here's a great one so and i'm sorry i did not mean to cut you off on no, that but good. that mindset thing yeah expand on that because that's what he's doing in that movie yeah. that's what i'm talking about is it's right and and i've always been that way when you're going to the table you know and in different deals like 
I was in uh, Armors in Las Vegas, right? And there's like seven, eight camera crews, you know, around you. And be, you know, getting invited to be on Armors, you know, Neil Pickup put me on Armors because of my, how intense I am. I was, you know, I'm not the best or anything like that in the world, but I bring a, I bring the fight. I'm really, you know, intense and stuff. So, um, right before you're getting up there, I mean, you. I really get in, you know, into a fighting situation, you know, yeah. and, and I get into that mode. And so, do you go to the back and, like, or are you kind of do you withdraw a little bit? Yeah. And then so get into your head yeah, and totally, hundred percent. Like, what's your what's your? How do you do that? I know it sounds crazy, but it's true. Like, when my class gets pot up, then next thing you know, I'm pacing like a wild cat. You know what I mean? Like, serious. I'm pacing and I'm, you know, I'm doing some praying. I'm doing a little bit of everything, you know, and and just getting that mindset to bring everything on the table and so that's you it's like flipping a switch and when i mean i've had guys it's funny how you're saying that because i've had guys come and be like dude i i thought you were gonna hit me for some reason and you were so intense and everything like that and then they were just blown away like i was like dude that was so awesome you know and after the deal and even if i lost i was like that was killer man wasn't that great and so intense you're like you're in the experience you're in the moment yeah totally and um it was pretty cool about two months ago i got one of my biggest wins was beating Corey miller he's a world champion and he's I mean, he is just amazing. They call him Flash. I mean, he's so fast. You know, they call him Flash, right? Well, I get up there, and he's a top roller, and I am too. So that means we basically slipped out. So what happened was I had we slipped out. I ended up punching myself right in the face, just blast myself in my glasses. <laughs> my, my nose is bleeding. I mean, my wife's over here and I, I come, I hand her the glasses and I'm just so, I mean, I am really jacked in the up moment. in the moment bad, you know? And I got blood coming down my deal and I get up there and we go to a strap. Cause when you slip, you go to a strap and they're putting the strap in. It's so funny. Cause I'm just loading in Corey's hand, just crushing it in a strap too. And I'm like, you're not going to get away from me. I'm just going, crazy and Corey it was so funny what he said he goes oh I can tell you know because I was crushing his hand and he felt so uncomfortable and I was just going crazy and I'm like you're not gonna get away from me he's like oh I can tell and, the way, and I think about it now it's so awesome but you know I beat him I think I, I think I saw that. That was on on Facebook. I yeah. Okay, I think it might even be on YouTube. I'll have to go back I, and look. I, I, I just watched. I just wanted to have an I idea didn't, of what he was when he came in. Yeah, yeah. When yeah, I did. it was pretty amazing. And then like back in the day, you know, I got that sponsor through Clinch Mouthguards, and I was like, you know what? And I was, I'm the only guy that wear. And now there's guys that I've seen wear mouth guards you know what I yeah. mean but you started something but, man yeah I well you think about it that would be a calm I mean when when we did yeah. you know football and yeah. wrestling and stuff it actually does help totally line your body up a so, little bit so I was because I clinch so hard in my in my, you know going up there you just you have no idea how much pressure you're putting on your whole body mm. and so i got sponsored so with clinch mouth guards and i had these like awesome teeth you know like shark teeth and stuff real intimidating people were like just tripping out you know <laughs> and they got the cameras like right in your face you know and you're just like so intense but yeah it's awesome that I is awesome it. yeah that's great yeah it's killer <clears throat> so in your so how long have you been doing it since 2012 2012. So, okay, yeah. so it's almost 10 years. Yeah. What if you were to do what are your top 5 favorite matches? One win or loss, doesn't matter. Um, like, what are your top 5? Corey Miller is is one is is one epic battle. Now, 
even though I lost in this situation, pulling Devin Lorette was another epic situation. Was that know? the only time you've actually... I've only arm wrestled him once. That one, okay. That one time. Okay. Um, and it's a, like a draw? No, it was the weight classes and, you know, okay. the brackets and stuff like that. But um, another one of my biggest wins was against a guy named Robbie Topi. He's just like this just monster buffed. He's a total stud. He's a totally a killer guy. But um, those were some big matches for me. Um, pulling Jeff Dobb. Jeff Dobb's got the world's largest hand. The Uh-oh. world's largest hand. I mean, his hand, I'm not even kidding you, is as big as a baseball mitt. And even though I lost, we had a war, you know what I mean? But even though I lost him, um, that was, you know, pretty epic for me, you know. So he's he's pretty famous. Now too. I got to look up that hand. Oh, Jeff. I wish I had yeah, a- I got to oh, look sure. it up, too. Like, there's one guy that I, we were watching him, but he has brown hair and yeah. kind of, I would say he's like six, two or three. Right. But I, I have no idea what his name was. It was that one night when we were sitting around talking about arm wrestling. Right? Yeah. Well, Jeff Dobb, his arm his hand came halfway down my forearm. I'm not I'm not even kidding you. At least wow. he looks so I mean, he's just real I mean, I'm up here grabbing his thumb. You know what I mean? Like I'm not even joking. So does his hands just oh, wrap around yours? You no just like, oh, just... all the way halfway down my forearm. Like, wait, his hand comes down here. I got pictures of my hand and him. I'll show you later after this. I mean, his hand is this big. It's it's no joke. And he's got the world's largest hand. I mean, he looks. I mean, his arm and everything. He's got some. I know it's crazy looking at him, but he's a total. He's he's a cool guy. He's totally now are cool. both hands are both no, hands the same? Yeah, both hands are really big. Yeah, they're both monster hands. Yeah, he only pulls left-handed though. Huh? But yeah, he's. When I see you guys going back and forth like that, I can't even imagine. Like oh, my man, left arm, crazy. like this is like look at me. That's useless. Well, and it's, like, well, and then you think you how many how many times can you do it? <laughs> hey, you know, this is two even, three. It's even funnier you say that. I remember when I first got in arm wrestling. You know, like right in the beginning, I'm going to these tournaments, and the second tournament, you know, I'm like I'm pulling pro, and and this guy goes, "Hey Chuck, you know, truthfully, you need to start out an amateur and beat." everybody there and then you'll move up everything will be fine trust me it's experience and and so i started doing that but they get they go hey you're up and i'm like left-handed i go i'm not left-handed he goes oh no i know but you arm wrestle left-handed i said what are you talking about you know imagine you're throwing a oh, yeah yeah left like everything's off yeah. yeah but you it's like you're training your left my left is extremely awesome i mean it's really i do really good left-handed you know and actually i would have to say i got I'm really, I get more wins on my left, even though I'm winning big time with my right, but my left is really good. That's funny. That, that even makes, to me, That's it makes crazy. the story better. Like you didn't even, you went into arm wrestling no, and you yeah. didn't even know our left-handed is like, you got to go both sides. Yeah. And I wish I could have saw your yeah, face. It's like when ambidextri- like, Wait you got to be ambidextrous in arm hey, wrestling. And there's guys out there that only pull right and pull left. But what's so funny, This the guys were like, no, Chuck, you got to pull left-handed. I'm like, really? And I have an own, <laughs> my own style left-handed. I can, imagine that, I I can got, imagine that conversation. Yeah, yeah. And, and I I want to thank all those guys for, you know, you know, steering me in the right direction. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. It, was, it was really crazy. Can, I lo- can you imagine? I mean, you you get into the major leagues in baseball, and they're like, no, 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 no. I'm sorry, you batted right hand last time. Yeah, you got to be left. This time you're batting left hand, and you're just like, oh. It uh, threw my game off, but you know what? 
it's so crazy you could actually when you're training you know starting something fresh you could you have better setup i don't know it just turned out really good you know i i was really blessed so have you trained people like if you had somebody young come to you oh yeah totally yeah and you know uh my son he's uh, my my youngest son, he's 16. He arm wrestles, and I've taken him, and he's he's doing it now. And my oldest boy, he's gonna be he's gonna be 30. Can't believe it. But uh, I took to him. I took Tyler to a few tournaments too. But yeah, training somebody is no problem, and and it's actually fun, you know, um, just to help guys, you know, teach them different techniques and stuff, and show them. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Yeah, I love it. Wow. So is there a group? Is there a group of guys oh, here in Billings? Yeah, and is it just one, or is there different clubs, or how does that work? So there's different practices, and you know I haven't been going to any of the practices. You know, there, I should. I'm going to start going to all these guys with their practices. But before I was just kind of like in between. You know, like I wasn't trying to teach. You know what I mean? You show yeah. them your your secrets. Yeah, you get yeah. what I mean. Then they're going to come after. Yeah, you. but it's all good. You know what I mean? And so we're gonna start. I'm gonna start going to more practices in Billings. But there's a there's a whole group of guys here, and I go to Wyoming, you know, to Dauntless Gym right here. So one of my best buddies, Devin Bear, he owns Dauntless Gyms out there. We have some practice with the Wyoming guys, and I like going out there with them, um, just because he's top notch, you know, and yeah. train with training with the best guys and learning from the best guys, and you know is, I mean, it's the name. So now Dauntless Gyms, I've seen those in have you? In, uh, my wife's from Cali, and so uh, the Bighorn Basin is kind of where our family was from. Right. But there's, I seen two of them. How many? How many are there? So I think he owns four gyms, and I'm trying to think of all. There's one in Level, Level, Wyoming, and then. Yep. Um, That's the one I see the most. Yeah, yeah. So they got a few different ones. So they must have one in Cody area. Yeah, yeah. And they're opening another one. They're doing another one in. Um, uh, I'm trying to think where the the next one is, but. They're going to be building another one, like, oh, Jackson Hole. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it's like 24 hours. They give yeah. them keys or a passcode or something, not, right? You not, can go in and work out anytime. Yeah. That's kind of the way they say it. Nicest gym you've ever been in, like straight up. You go, you. I mean, you go into the most high tech, the best gym out there. I want, I, I'm begging them. I'm like, hey, Devin, can you just build one in Laurel? I mean, if you build one here, and I'm always saying it, he hasn't he hasn't done it yet. But the nicest gym you ever want to go to the best gym around here, or if you could travel and go somewhere, go to Dauntless Gym. It's wow. yeah, the best. Huh. Huh. I'll have to go in next time I'm down there. I'm gonna have to drive drive. I've driven past it. The way you stuck on me about a destroyer breakfast burrito, like I think, yeah, you just stay on him. You you'll get your it. you'll get your gym in Laurel. Yeah, well, I know I'm going to get that burrito. Believe that's that. right. The pound first time, a, pound and a half, just change it. Yeah, change it up a little bit. Even even if you had to go the Labama and say, let's pretend you had to go the same size. Okay, mm-hmm. I'd still be good with that. Yeah, Labamba destroyer. Just do you change how, it. How do you like? Do you like spicy? Yeah, I love spicy. Okay, because. All right, so I will tell you, we have been working on something, but I don't know if, I don't know, I don't know if you want to be associated with this burrito, but we'll 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 see. We're working on it. April made some sauce. Dude, he's known as the destroyer. He's gonna rip somebody's arm. I think he's okay with if that. Destroy somebody. Yeah, I I feel like I shouldn't have even said that. Now you're right. You gotta just I I promise you. So <laughs> I so promise we, you. I guarantee we you. Made, like, hey, what's the destroyer? So we yeah. There's a guy out in like I can't remember. I feel bad right now. Um, 
I wish I had the name of his sauce company, but he makes hot sauces. And uh, we got introduced to him. He actually follows us now. And and uh, he's a startup, and he's got some great hot sauces. We have a bunch of them in the fridge that he sent out to us. Wow. And uh, he and April, they, you know, they, I don't know, she speaks the language of peppers and sauce. So they, all of a sudden we have this box show up and we got this medley of death. This, these peppers in this thing, oh. are, I, I don't even know. Like they all look. So they you're look thinking of putting a, that into the destroyer? That's what I'm got, thinking. Hey, well, I think that's so the So these things are, I'm telling you, there's ghost peppers, there's, there's Carolina Reapers, there's, there's all these other names too that I, I can't remember. There was about seven or eight peppers in there that that they look evil like it's weird how a pepper you can tell that that thing looks i don't know how to explain it but they're kind of gnarly looking they got really bright colors right and um we just she just took all of that and um she pickled it a while back and when we do it in the trailer when you're cutting those stuff you're, you're gloved up we should be wearing masks like everybody starts coughing it's it gets into the air in there and it would be running the vent fan in there and all of a sudden, it just hits the back of your throat. And uh, when you're pre- preparing these peppers. <laughs> yeah. I can imagine. Because there's some crazy peppers out there. And oh. I don't know anything about peppers. Yeah. So the other day, we uh, we put them in a blender and we mixed them all up. And um, and we were talking about, the you know, making this sauce. We're making a... I'm, we're... I'm thinking... I don't know. We've been throwing around the idea. We're going to test run this sauce in this the the burrito maybe this week and maybe we'll run the 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 destroyer next week but it's this 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 blend of peppers was so hot so april stuck a fork in there into the thing into the blender of the peppers and she she tasted it and she's like yeah that's uh like she i don't know she has like three taste buds or something that's what i tell her but she can take extremely hot stuff she's like nah I mean, it's it's a like kind of like the habanero or our guy Glenn, who also makes the sauce for us. He he's not into hot, but he went and grabbed a fork and stuck it in there. He's like, oh, if it's like the habanero, I I've tasted the habanero before. Like we took he took a good twenty minutes after that to recover. <laughs> he went outside. He was he was in so much pain. I thought I was like, dude, do I gotta run over and like get you some milk or something? Like this guy. He was sweating. His mouth was on fire. He was trying di- different drinks in our refrigerator. He's like, I'm, I'm shaking. I'm physically shaking. <laughs> this went on for 20 well, minutes in there from one taste off the fork. There was, there was, was it the Harbonero? The one that, there was one that you're like, try this one. And I'm like, I was crying. Like I'm driving out of town and I'm like, holy crap, that thing made me cry. I don't know if that was a Habanero. I mean, there was one time we did ghost peppers. Um, I don't remember. They were just like, you're like, this one's going to wake you up. It'll make you know you're alive. Yeah. And it did. Yeah, yeah. Well. Like I, I can't say I was shaking, but man, I'll tell you what. It was like, if you had tears running down, you're right. like, holy crap, well, I'm awake. Well, this is what I'm thinking. I think, well, we made that and we put it with our sauce. And uh, we were going to call it Big Fat Reaper sauce or something. <laughs> and then, uh, I don't know, and then we put it in a burrito that we call it, you know, the Destroyer. I love it. And uh, smart idea. See, you're on to something right there. 
It's yeah. like perfect. It's awesome. Then they could. They, then they won't get confused. You're well, like, yeah, he's you know, right. He's totally gonna, right. They're not going to get confused. Now it's like the destroyer. Like, yeah, this is so hot. I mean, if yeah. you're into spicy food, you're going to love this yeah. thing. Yeah. And then just make it loaded with everything you could imagine. Yeah. And in there, the whole kitchen. Put it yeah. in there. Okay. With that sauce and call uh, the destroyer. I think so. That's it. You know. Yeah. You don't end up selling. When we when we did our ghost, we did a, these ghost peppers. When we did those one time before, the burrito was so hot. Like, I couldn't eat a whole one. Like, and I can handle <laughs> hot stuff. I eat hot stuff all the time, you know? This thing, it was so hot. Um, it was just, it was crazy. I, I, I don't think I could have finished the, the whole one. But this is the thing. When you run a burrito like that, you don't sell a lot of them. But they get exposure. When you post that, everybody has somebody that they know that loves hot things. And they when we promote it, they share it, they tag. Your burrito sales actually go up in other areas because of the attention you got that week. Mm. People don't actually buy it. Well, right. You know, but they, I mean, you'll, you'll get yeah, a few. You have we a have com- some diehards. Yeah, you'll have conversations about it. I mean, it's, it reminds me of like, okay, you go into these weird places and they're like, if you can eat this steak that's a 20 pounder, you know. Right. Like, yeah. You'll get your meal for free kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I, I can't imagine that there's a lot of people that try it because you're like 20 I, You know pounds, what I forgot? 20 pounds I mean, of meat's a lot. Maybe this week, I'm going to try to find these like little milks, like a little, like the smallest little carton of milk I can find. So every big fat reaper or no excuse me every destroyer comes right. with this little thing of milk <laughs> well and the other thing too you could even make it you know like if they could eat it all you know what i mean it's yeah. so hot yeah yeah and then like if we'll you just throw it in it, we're like yeah we're like hey if you can honestly eat it all you know promote it that way yeah, yeah. try to give them a little twist on the end of it yeah because right. it reminds me of i can remember as kids we were uh if you could drink a, a whole like a whole percent milk mm-hmm. drink a whole gallon in an hour yeah like you would you ever try that no oh man (laughs) we had whole what do you mean whole percent milk you guys never this was was common for us growing up no i drink raw milk i yeah i love raw milk but to sit there and say i could drink a gallon of it no you you drank a gallon no i didn't do it oh kidding me i was just i was just the encourager Oh, oh, okay. So like you were we, an instigator. So, so we had a group of us. There were seven of us, and we would come up with like these crazy ideas. Like there would be one where uh, we'd go to the mall, and uh, <laughs> there's a couple of them. I'm trying to think if I should share them, but like one was uh, there was mannequins, and then there would be these live models standing there still, and so it'd be like the three of us going by, and I'd be like, "Hey, the destroyer! I'll I'll bet you lunch. You can't go up and just kiss her." <laughs> You know, and and he'd be like, you "Can't what? get away with that nowadays." No, <laughs> wouldn't try that. <laughs> yeah, I would. Yeah, I wouldn't. Well, so here we were. Like, so we're like fourteen. You know, fourteen, right, right. fifteen. Cody's from a different era. And uh, we, you know, all of a sudden he gives up and gives her a smack, and and sla- I mean, she slaps him hard. Wow. <laughs> He's staggering across the the uh, lobby. Yeah. And we were laughing. I mean, we're standing over, and you know safe distance away 10 yeah. yards or so laughing yeah of our buddy just got freaking hand slapped because he went up and gave her a smack you know <laughs> and uh, uh. so so with that one of these was like there's just there's just milk challenge and so we had this guy who was our heavyweight at that time i was light heavyweight but he was like six six and we're like tyler and we always called him lenny he hated it because of uh you know what's that book we have lenny and george 
and anyway, it's a little bit slower. I can't remember. Oh, of my uh, mice and men. Of mice and men. Mice and men. Yeah. Anyway, so we would we would give him a hard time. We'd call him Lenny because Lenny was always like, "You're such the a big nice. slow guy." Yeah, big slow guy. You can imagine why why would he like that? Yeah. And uh, so we would give Lenny. We're like, "Hey, Lenny, you know, we'll buy you dinner if you can drink this gallon of milk in an hour." But you have to do it in an hour. Oh man. And so we would test each other around. And we had this other guy named Leon. His whole goal was to be like 270. He wanted to just be massive. And so he would eat like all of our leftovers. We'd be eating dinner and he'd be like, hey, you going to eat that? And you're like, dude, I'm not eating my, you know, quarter hamburger. I have like two bites left. He's. And uh, so they tried it. And man, he did it. He got it. He got it down. But the next 15 minutes was miserable for him. And he was throwing up. And Oh, my gosh. That's how you hear I can't believe you guys never tried that. No. No, 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 no. No. <laughs> or the. Or I didn't do any of that kind no, of stuff. No, I've never. <laughs> I wasn't. No. I've never been into food challenges or. I don't know. There was like a 72-ounce steak in Amarillo, Texas that I was tempted to go after because I love steak. And I was yeah. driving truck. And I drove truck for like years. And I drove through Amarillo all the time. And uh, there's this one place that that's what they have on the, you see the billboards for three, 400 miles, yeah, yeah. like get the yeah. 72 ounce steak, you know, and I don't even know how many. I always find it funny because the first, the first two or three, you're like, man, that's nuts. Like who would eat that much? And by like six or seven, you're like, man, I think I might give that a shot. Yeah. yeah. I never really had a layover though in Amarillo. Like sometimes I spent the night there, but I was always in a hurry or I, I had to just shut down, get a few hours of sleep and get going. But I always thought. You know, on one of these times, I might go after that steak. That was the only one I was ever tempted on. But all the other big food challenges, I'm like, I just don't feel like getting sick and hurting myself. Yeah. There's a, uh, in Carbon, you know, at the Carbon County Steakhouse, like, I ate a 40-ounce tomahawk. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, that thing. Yeah. What, is a, what is a tomahawk? It has the. It's got the big bone in it's it. It's got the big oh, bone. Okay, okay. Because I'm thinking, I'm thinking it looks like an axe, you know. No, it. It kind of it does. It it's got a big bone and it's got a huge piece of meat it, coming it off the top you of it. Of Fred Fred Flintstone. Oh Fled yeah, yeah. And she brought it out on the plate. And I'm like, is this even legal? I mean, it is. is this even, I mean, was it? A are they still plate? doing that? Yeah, they still do it, but it's not like you know, get it for free. It's no, like, no, no, no. Yeah, but they got a forty ounce tomahawk up a 40 there. Forty ounce tomahawk must run one hundred and fifty bucks oh, with today's prices. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there's a there's a lot. I'd of go do it just to take the picture, though. Oh, I got the picture and I ate it. But did you eat all of it? Yeah, but there's I, a lot at stake. Truthfully, yeah, exactly. I I, <laughs> I did uh, share with my wife, but it was amazing. It was a good wow. steak. I love I'm, steak. Now too. I I'm yeah. gonna bring that up with April. We might have to go try that. No, you where's, got it. Where's that at? The Carbon County Steakhouse, Red Lodge, in Red Lodge, in Red Lodge. I'll have to try. I don't think I. I don't think I'll do the. I'm a total steak guy. Hey, so what? Me so too. like, there's only a few places like I think's like the best, you know, steakhouses, and that's that's definitely one of them. But Edgar Bar is like Edgar Bar is good. I love Edgar Bar. I like going. I've to never, there. Yeah. I've never tried. I've driven by it lots of times, and there and there are always people there. Oh yeah, that's amazing. But, yeah, and people talk about it, but you almost have to schedule your time, right? Yeah. You no, do Edgar Bar. Yeah, it's it's crazy when you go in there because you wouldn't think like I remember when my wife took me there, and I'm thinking what. What is going on here? Like, I was just thinking, like... Yeah, you're right like, by the railroad tracks. Kind of like a dive place, I thought. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, truthfully. You go in there, and it's like eating, like, five-star, like, just yeah. awesome. Yeah. So, really good food. Killer food, actually, yeah. Love hmm. it. You got you to gotta try it. You gotta I got, it. Yeah, and it's... You're not their the first ribeye. one that said that. Their ribeye steaks are... They're bomb. We actually have a good place. If uh, Have you done the place out in Absorkey? 
The no. I think it's called. I want to. I'm feeling horrible right now. I don't want to say the wrong name. I, I've eaten there several times. Let really? me just double check it. This place. I mean, honestly, they got the best in food in Absorki. In Absorki, right across from go, like the go past Absorki, um, like you're gonna go up to Nye. Right. So you're going past Rock and Jay? No, right at the corner of Rock and Jay, right across the street. Yeah. I'm gonna give them. But a, a I thought plug. that place closed because they they're constantly changing owners. No, this place has been. Uh, for a couple okay. of years. No, I remember what it is. Duh. It's the Wildflower Kitchen. The Wildflower Kitchen. They they say they're in Fishtail on on their Facebook here, but um, yeah. So they got on at least on Facebook. They have a they've got a five star rating with like three hundred and nine check ins, or I'm not sure how many reviews. Anyway, if you get a chance, that's worth a drive. Like going to the Wildflower Kitchen. Are they open for lunch? Too? Um, you know, I'm not sure. Sometimes they'll. I have been there when they're shutting down to do a wedding. So it's an interesting thing. They bought the old Legends Saloon that was there. That's what and it was before. They've actually got this. Um, these guys do excellent food. They're. I believe they're from South Africa, and I want to say it's. I'm not sure if they're related. They all have the same accent, and <laughs> I'm not sure if that, what the family dynamic is there. Okay, but they're African. Um, no, they're, they're just from South Africa. They're white guys. Uh, they're just, you know. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So they are like, um, just super good cooks. Anyway, they run a real good place. They put out some excellent food. The thing is too, is like, they also have, um, um, like a, there's like a gift store next door. And I want to say that's run by somebody in the family, like, mm. Uh, somebody else and it's it's all like high-end nice stuff and i think they're starting to bring in music out there and they've got this nice little setup out there atmosphere and uh they're putting out really top-notch food like best uh, i mean honestly it's one of the great places around here so the wildflower kitchen try that one i'll have to try that one you're gonna have to text it to me so i will i will i'll share it with you and they're super (laughs) super nice people um um, April and I, we like to go out there. We, whenever we go, like we find some good spot to sit there and take pictures of our food because all the food comes out. Just picture, I mean, really? ready. Like it is amazing. And we sit there and we, people are probably looking at us kind of weird. Cause we're like trying to get good lighting and we're moving things around and we're setting things up for backdrop. And we're like, I mean, our food's getting cold and we're over there like photographing everything and, uh, and posting it. We like to share those places on our you know, yeah. on our page, like if we find someplace good to eat, I'm all about, let's take some good photos of that and post that and share that. Like, I just, I'm just envisioning you in the back of your car, bringing out these pictures with a little table set up and yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, you know what? That reminds me, I need to get with those guys. We'll have them here on the podcast. They're just super, super nice. And uh, we'll get them in here. Um, I went in there one time and we were talking and they were like, oh, I can't even do the accent right now, but I would if I could remember how to do it. But if I'm they were the talking, spot. you could do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I could totally sound like them, that South African accent. I and, think uh, still Afri- you're still African, even if you're not black, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I I, I figured you were thinking. No, no, I was. That, I was thinking that, but. Yeah, no. Um, so it's like, um, no, I could do the accent, how they talk, if I if I could hear them right now. But anyway, but they came out and uh, when they were like, oh, you guys do the breakfast burritos. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, 
um, the cook, the main guy, the chef there, he, uh, can't remember his name right now offhand. He, uh, he started just sending us out these dishes. These were things not on the menu. Mm. And April and I are sitting there and like, all of a sudden our server is coming out saying, Hey, the chef would like you to, to try this. And we were like, geez, thank you. And there, there was this rhubarb creme brulee that he sent out to us. It's not even on the menu. Like, and he sends off this rhubarb fresh <laughs> creme brulee that he's working on back there. I bet there. you that was good. Oh, it was amazing. Uh, he sent out like two, three things. And uh, just because he knows, uh, hey, we're local foodies too and, and whatever. And it was just super good to us. And um, anyway, really good people. They put out really top-notch food. I have no hesitation about um, about that's, that place. That's yeah, good. Yeah, I love talking food. It's funny because uh, – sharing you know hel- helping people you know when they do good stuff that's how you get word of mouth is everything here and I, that's one thing i love about montana and around here like it just you don't have to advertise too much just i'm just saying your your work is everything you know what yeah I mean? and you do beautiful work like that look he did that to you and now you're sharing about Absolutely. that today and oh, you're yeah. talking about it out of the blue and that's right and he's gonna be like god i heard you on a podcast and i heard your food's great and and it is yeah so, he wasn't asking for anything in no, return but no exactly uh, because of the product that he puts out and right. because of just who they are, like you want to share what they have. Right. And, um, and I, yeah, I think that's awesome too. I, that That's why I, I love, I love your guys's burritos so much. I tell everybody, you know what I mean? I just, I love them. I, and so it's all word of mouth, you know? Yeah. Well, thank you, man. I do too. I tell them, hey, if you're ever going through Columbus, you got to have one of those burritos. Yeah. You got to get there early though. Yeah, they're going to come out with this new Destroyer burrito. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> Everyone's going to be. I love it. He's, he's just putting the plug He's in. the best promoter ever. He is. I love watching. See, when I was watching a, a lot of your older YouTube videos, too, like there's little clips of you. Whenever they're interviewing him, he stops and he plugs his sponsors. Constantly. Constantly. Yeah. Like, yeah. like he throws them in there. And uh, and I was like, this guy has this figured out. I, I And I watched other arm wrestlers, and I'm like, nobody's like him. There nobody like he's dialed in on this. So uh, like, that's he knows a good what he's question, doing. Chuck. What what was it that made you? Figure, I mean, like they do the George Foreman thing, where where uh, in college they always talked about George Foreman when he was beat by Ali. Didn't you know he was just about boxing, right? And then you know he went on had ten kids, named them all George, which is crazy, and uh, all those boys, right? Right. And then came back broke, and realized that it's now it's about name recognition. Right, and promoting, and now look—he's got the George Foreman grill and the George Foreman. I got—I don't know. It's hard to explain. It's just—it's just like the type of person I, the way I am. You know what I mean? So I—I I, I can't, you know. I wanted to promote myself, and 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 I just started doing it, you know, and getting sponsors, and it was just—I don't know how to explain it, but I just started did. Just, you know what I mean? It's just him stock. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Totally stock out of the gate. I know. For some people, it'd be really unnatural. Yeah, that'd be you hard. Could, with you could just see though when you're watching these videos, that it comes really natural with you. I got to tell you a funny story. So listen, we're um, so my buddy Roger, he, we got the monster truck, the destroyer, right? And I'm like, I go, listen, I got an awesome idea. You know what? We need to get an ethanol fuel sponsor, VP. You know, VP ethanol fuel. And I found the guy is going to be downtown Seattle, and I want to bring the truck. And he's like, what? And I'm like, hey, I want a tire down. You know, that means the tire's off the truck and, and take the semi-truck. And I go, I want to go there. This guy's name's Brian. He's he's like the main 
guy for VP and he's doing a tour there at this fuel at this fuel plant and he's like what I go yeah I go dude we're gonna go down there I'm gonna bring the truck and we're gonna get we're gonna get this fuel spot I need you to just do this with me and he Roger just thought I was crazy you know and he's like are you serious I'm like I'm not kidding we're going down there I end up calling him right this Conoco this fuel place and I found out that Brian for VP was was gonna be there and I end up calling him I'm like listen um I go yeah this is not a prank don't hang up I said but right <laughs> I go right now in about 10 minutes I need you to bring everyone outside and I have a surprise for you guys and and the, the lady was just freaking out, tripping out. I go, listen, this is serious. and I'm, I'm not kidding. You're going to hear me coming. And this and is. She's like, they're like, she, we have a bomb threat. This yeah, is, yeah, yeah. This and, guy's a freaking and loony. I, and I thought about that too. You know what I mean? But anyway, my buddy Roger's out back and I'm telling him, I'm like, tire the truck up. And we're going to bring it right through the parking lot and everything. And he's like, Chuck. And I'm like, don't hit a car, Roger, but I want you to tear it up in there. You know what I mean? And there was, luckily, it was don't just... Don't hit a car. Don't, oh, and it was so close. <laughs> Can you imagine telling somebody that? Don't hit With a car. monster truck downtown yeah. Seattle. It, that, and that's exactly what we did. Anyway, they end up all coming out, and I got Roger to start it up. And long story short, he's coming flying through the parking lot with the monster truck, the destroyer, just going all over the place and just tearing up. And there's like 60 people out in front of this building. They're like, <laughs> can't believe this is happening. You know what I mean? Um, so we end up talking to them, and they were all taking pictures and doing everything. And the Bryant, that, that, for VP was there, right? And I'm like getting him in the truck and taking pictures with him. And this guy just, I hit him from left field. He had no idea what was happening, right? And next thing you know, we're taking pictures together and doing everything. And my buddy Roger is like, God, if there's any way we could get a discount in fuel, this was what he was telling me. You know what I mean? Telling me, if I could do it, I go, just don't say nothing. Okay, don't say nothing. Let me handle everything, you know? And I go, eventually they're going to ask me how much fuel a monster truck will use. And when that cases i don't want you saying nothing so uh we're all going doing this tour walking together and and roger's not he's just roger's blown away that i'm doing all this right and uh this guy turns around and looks at me he goes well, so what do you think i said i go what i i go we want a sponsorship with you guys you know what i mean and we put one of the stickers of the conoco stickers on the side of the mantra truck you know what i mean try to put them together but it was funny. Uh, he's like, he goes, God, I, I've never had, I never thought about that. And I go, yeah. I go, listen, you got to sponsor us. We got to, I mean, we got, we got races all over and, you know, we're going to be taking the monster truck to, to Vegas and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, well, what do you, what do you think? And I said, hey, go, this fuel sponsorship would be amazing. He's like, well, how much fuel does a monster truck use? And there's Roger. And I turn and looked at him. I'm like, oh, how much does it use, huh? Well, anyway, we, <laughs> it, it ended up working out so killer. The guy was just blown away. And we got a, uh, I got a VP ethanol fuel sponsor for two years straight and got all our fuel on our semi trucks, everything all paid for with the card and everything. And it was, it was amazing. We promote, we promoted that company like no other. And he, the guy gave me a fuel card. I mean like full blown for our truck and for the monster that truck. You can use, yeah. We bought all our, got all our non-ethanol VP fuel from him in 55 gallon barrels. And wow, it was pretty epic. And that's right when everything started with me, you know, and we were in. You started to see like, this, yeah. there's the power yeah. of this. Yes, exactly. And I'm in, I'm in Las Vegas. We're at the uh, Monster Jam, you know, and we're in a parade. I'm on the truck. We're doing all this. I had my concrete uh, company. I had the whole back end of the tailgate of my company on that. I mean, a sticker for someone, it's just amazing how much money people pay because they ride it all yeah. off, you know what I right. mean? And and I had the whole back end tailgate of my, you know, of course it didn't get me any business in Las Vegas. You know what I mean? Right. But 
I thought it was the coolest thing. It is. I mean? Yeah, yeah. It is pretty cool, yeah. I, yeah. So that's how I was doing all the sponsorship and, you know, promoting myself crazy about the destroyer and everything like that. That's But the thing is you don't know who watched that in yeah. the Vegas that worked at where you know what I mean? Totally that was where you were at. You don't know who how that connects. Yeah, yeah. And it's crazy. Everything, you know, it's a small world. And, and it's a learning process once you start to figure out those stickers and what is value oh, yeah. like that's the process of like what is that kind of real estate on a tailgate worth um what type of exposure or what type of attention does that bring anyway it's it's learning the process who knows like yeah. like you said you, but you started to learn the power right of branding well you know adding to that because because uh this is kind of how milo and i started because we were milo had uh sponsored basically you put a big old madison river sticker on the oh, that's the right trailer cow right that was my and, yeah and colton so like, who sponsored who did i sponsor you or did you sponsor us i don't I, know i don't know i don't know all i know is is i kind of came into it and right. the guy that was the owner's son he's like hey we always just give him a discount because he put a big old freaking madison sticker sign on this thing you know and so that's kind of how we started like the relationship you yeah know? that's you're right like I, i'm supposed to get a discount cody and in and, and and so we started talking and I'm like, Hey, I want to grow this store out of Columbus. And so we, we started talking about Facebook Yeah. and, uh, one anyway, so I was trying to like get, but, but you're trying to get people that's from another generation right? to get on board with getting online, you know, and their whole mindset was like, do they, I don't, they don't even understand it, you know? Plus, you know, how much is it really in your area? But when we did, and it was little steps, like a little bit at a time. Anyway, long story short, over the course of like, we were doing the numbers just last month. And in the course of the last year and a half, mm. and really this has been about two years, but but we've talked about it for a month for months before we ever really got out on Facebook. And then it's never what I want. It's still not what I really want. But uh, we've doubled the the customer base from from now is that just because of you know our conversation with facebook i mean that's hard to say because we have done some advertisement with the newspaper right. and stuff a little bit but i think it, it well back can, then huge yeah and back then it was frustrating for me because see colton he used to come and eat at the trailer all the time and he wanted discounts <laughs> that was what happened and he was just like i could totally see that and he was just like hey buddy and he was just like and i'm like perfect and he's like uh he said something i said uh how about i get a discount on uh i that i i said i'll tell you what i said yeah i'll give you a you know a break on whatever but that's when i brought it up and i was like how about i get a break on some propane (laughs) (laughs) and he was like uh and i was like i go i'll tell you what i said do you got like uh we started talking about it i was like you got a big sign you got a something like we'll promote that we use your propane and he was just like I'm going to come back. I'm going to talk to you about that later. And I was like, okay, perfect. So he's like, hey, we have these big decals. I was like, he's like, he wanted it like over the window. Like you had to like lift the decal up <laughs> to put your order in. Like, and I was like, eh, we're going to put it on the side of the trailer right over here. You know, like he wanted it right there, you know? Anyway, so we worked out a little agreement there and that's how that started. But what happened was, is I started to make videos and then I, in my videos, I started to say, hey, 
What's the secret behind these breakfast burritos or why they taste so good? Because it's that top shelf blend from Madison River Propane. <laughs> nice. Right. I love nice. it. And I'm like, because they're all the same too, by the way. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, that's the secret. That's why these burritos taste so good. It's that top shelf. When you go see over, when you go over to Madison River Propane, tell them you want the stuff. You want the stuff off the top shelf, the BFL breakfast burrito stuff. And I started putting those out there and I started to try and tag Madison River Propane. I wanted them to see that. Yeah. Hey, like, great. you know, and, but they didn't have a, they didn't have a Facebook page. So there's these tags that are starting to accumulate. And what happens is Facebook, once you do a tag, they create a Facebook page. Somebody has to claim it now, but they will create a Facebook page for that, for that business. Yeah. And that's and what now you show on. You're like, Hey, they've already created you one. Yeah. You got to just go in there. You got to claim it. You got to set it up. You got to whatever. Well, I'm already trying to tag you guys. And, um, because they weren't doing anything with it. So anyway, that's how our long relationship kind of started. We kind of talked about But it, I'll tell you what, I stuff. think it's huge. So just what you're talking about is because it was so, it, it got to a point where there's seven, there's seven locations, um, four of which are Madison River. The other ones are different companies. And uh, they were like, Cody, stop. Like we, we can't even take on, when, when it came to promoting it, they were like, Cody, you can promote if you want, but it, we don't want anything coming our way. Right. Um, and and so what it just kind of grew into this, like, I think that there's something that's what started this whole conversation. We, we would we would start talking and we're like, hey, and then he was like, hey, I was thinking about doing a, a podcast. And uh, next thing you know, two hours later, you're like, dude, we got to go like I got to go to work and right. you got to do your thing. And and that's kind of like, honestly, when Cody came on board too, I was like, oh, great. There's a new guy at Madison River Propane. And I was like, <laughs> oh, man. And I was like, I wonder if I'm going uh, to, I'm wondering if my, our deal here is going to end, you know? And, uh, it's perfect. Yeah. Perfect. So it turned out to be a, you know, great fr- friendship and relationship and all that kind of stuff. And then, then eventually, but honestly, because of just Cody, who he is, like, this wasn't a part of the deal, but because of them their customer service that they give us and all that kind of stuff right like they give me out like i I, they've really helped me out in a lot of things but that's why now i have a huge tank where i went to them and i'm like hey man uh can i put cow print on my tank what how many gallons is that tank that first tank 500 that's a 500 gallon tank yeah so i had a whole bunch of black vinyl that i did the truck with and uh so i cut out cow print and i put it all over that tank so now there's the food trailer there's this big huge white tank and he was like Hey, you know, we, I think we put a, it said Madison river or something. We put another thing Stick on there on, and, yep. and, uh, anyway, so when you pull up now, yeah, it's, it's all there together and you got to promote like that. I, I, I love seeing it. Um, just even seeing the food truck when it's all logoed up, it, you get logo, yeah, it's brand, cool. branding is just amazing. You got to do yeah. it. Yeah. I love it. I'm it's the huge. same way. I got all my trucks. I got everything branded that way. So you also have a spray foam insulation, right? Yeah. We own a spray foam insulation company and a concrete company. So I've got two companies. Uh, I did spray foam in my house several years ago. When I mean, was huge. it? 2012. I did the whole house and I ended up doing it myself. And Did you? Yeah, I was with, a mess. With, those, with those, those... the tanks. Oh. I ordered the two tanks and I ordered it from some company in Washington and they sent out like... I went through, and I had like all the Tyvek on and I had like, <laughs> I had spray everywhere. It's like glue. It's glue. Well, it grows. And then it, and then it grows, right? I mean, yeah. it just keeps. Oh, man. Well, yeah. I did the whole, all, all of my exterior walls in this huge house and I, I did all of that myself and I wish I'd have known you back then because. Well, I just start, I just started work. it, but it's, the product is so great. I mean, 
I mean, that's how it started with me even doing it because we were over at a family event and I'm sitting in front of this swamp cooler and got the, the fan right on me and it's like 100 degrees. And I'm like, he goes, he goes, yeah. He goes, good, good, come out and check out my shop. We just got it spray foamed. I'm like, Sp-. I didn't even know what he was talking about. I go, spray foam? I go, what's that? He goes, oh, check it out. You got to believe it. We walk in the shop and it's 65 degrees in there and I'm like, I go, you got the, you got the air conditioning on? He's like, no, it's the spray foam. I'm like, yeah, right. I go, you got AC on in here. And he's like, no, it's the spray foam. And I'm like, oh my God, I got to do this to our shop. And so we were, I was calling everybody to see some, you know, get bids. And I had all these companies come out, Billings Insulation, all of them come out and give me bids. And I was like, God, that's expensive. Yeah, that's why I was doing. I was like freaking out. I was like, God, that much? And I'm like, you know what? I'll just find out what a machine would cost. I'll just do it myself. You know yeah. what I mean? And then I start researching and, you know, I've got, you know, I start going extreme, you know, and then I ended up buying the best of the best of everything and yeah. we ended up starting a company and here we are. You know what I mean? So what are they, wow. what, are, what are your company's names? So we have uh, Spray Pros Insulation and we have Artistic Decorative Concrete. So artistic nice. is uh i can I'm, I'm all over both of those like, i know I, I i love the artistic decoration of uh concrete. decorative yeah artistic decorative concrete. Yeah, i think that stuff looks cool <laughs> yeah so, so in about 2005 right i discovered um i didn't even know where i found it but that's when i first came across concrete countertops oh yeah and i uh i got way into it and i started that back then there was like i can't remember where i found it was just online it wasn't like I don't think it was on YouTube, but it was some guy online and was putting some videos out and he was selling some some kits, some coloring and some stuff. Right. And I started to get way into that. And I ended up buying a a really like a really nice um I don't know, water grinder polisher, whatever, with all of these like diamond pads for it. And I bought this whole set system. And I started to because I was trying to figure out how to do concrete countertops. And I was going to do redo mine in my house there. I just had Formica countertops in there. And I was going to be like, I'm going to do all these. But to practice, I'm going to start making little tables. So then I bought a welder. And I'm like, I'm going to learn how to weld. And I started to build little metal frames to support these concrete slabs. And I set up a thing in my garage. This is when I lived down in Nevada. And I, I set it all up. And I had plastic draped everywhere. Because that water, you'd hook up a hose to it. And you're polishing this concrete countertop and it would flip water everywhere so i had plastic everywhere and i had it all set up i built a huge table to build forms on on top of and i'm and i got way into it and i i i got pretty decent like i started to make them as gifts like i was doing these little tables and uh pretty cool doing end tables and adding different color to it and and you know some jade stones that i was like putting down like spray adhesive and i'd put the uh jade little bits of jade all through it and create a pattern on there and then you know flip the mold over Sweet. polish it down to, re- to reveal the jade with like a reddish concrete countertop you know it reveals all the aggregates and anyway so when i moved up here to montana i had this dream of like i wanted to build a big huge shop it never happened but i wanted to do that build a big shop and get into count making yeah. custom concrete countertops and yeah. i I just never got it done. I never, but it was one of those things I was super into for a while, and I was really interested. I ended up doing my concrete countertops at my house out there that I built. They're terrible. To the to the uh, 
to the uh, great promotion like for yourself. They're, t- they're terrible. Yeah, they're terrible. <laughs> yeah, like I was really into them, but I sucked. No, yeah. they look good for my house. Like my house is super rustic. Right. And I did leave them rustic, but I did. There were some things I did wrong. And to the untrained eye, people come in and they all love them. They're right. all like, "This is awesome." But I'm like, mm, like I'm I'm beating myself up over this job because it was like it did. I was, it was a big job, and I poured them in place, oh. and I the whole thing was super stressful. Um, one thing I didn't do was I didn't leave. I wanted it to look like a good two and a half, three inch slab or something. So I built um, I built them out when I framed them, you know, to look bigger on the outside. Anyway, I didn't leave that thick enough. And so over time, that lip cracked and I lost some of that. I'm going to have to retrim that out. The surface, I need to reseal it. I need to do everything else. And it didn't come out exactly how I was planned. It does go for my house. It's just a slate gray and it looks rustic for my house. My, my house, there's no drywall in my house. Everything is either rough cut fur, um, rough cut fur planks with chinking, like big planks that I yeah. did with chinking. Kind of gives it a feel of like timber. And the ceilings are all uh, corrugated metal. And I've got, you know, I have some, a lot of like, just like rusted metal that I actually got off of a, a barn out in, um, I can't remember the name of it, Sarpy, Sarpy Crick, up on the other side of Harden, a guy who's, uh, his, he had a calving shed that actually collapsed that was probably 80 years old. And it, I got all this rusted corrugated metal in there. Mm. Anyway, so there's different accents in the house like right. that. So these charcoaly gray slate gray countertops they go with the house yeah. but i just it was a hack job man i did such <laughs> a hack job hey. so i'm glad i didn't go into business but um anyway that was my big dream so when you were talking concrete and con- you know decorative concrete i was yeah. just like uh so funny it's like crazy go ahead no no go 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 no it's just funny how you think you're going to do something and you know but hey at least you were swinging at it and you tried that's that's awesome yeah i get on kicks and i go all in on it like i'm i don't know sometimes it's good sometimes it's bad i'm i'm not afraid though to be like this was a bad idea i spent a lot of time on this (laughs) this was a big mistake and uh whatever you know you do that in business it's the ones who can't admit that it's the ones who i feel not that i'm in any uh, any level of success other than I've made it past all the little the first bars of like hey you only have you know most people fall off of business in this amount of years and if then another big huge percentage I've I've made it through past some of those hurdles but um I just feel like that uh that's the thing is people they're too afraid to recognize that hey this was a mistake cut our losses let's go in a different direction and how important that is and be okay with that like they're too afraid to like try anything new so try something new and if it if it fails it's whatever you failed move on it's i think it's a entrepreneur you know being an entrepreneur is that mindset of you know never giving up you know people that have their own companies and you know we we it's just unlimited hours. You're you're doing so much into, you know, building your company and doing so much. People don't realize how much time you're putting into it and and failures, that's what makes you a winner. You know what I mean? It's Yeah, yeah. You, you learn through mistakes. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And you, you grow from them. Yeah. It makes you stronger. Yeah. I mean, how many hours do you figure you put in a week? <sighs> oh my gosh. It's I don't know. I I wouldn't even want to even say. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's uh, 
I mean, I say 80 to 100 hours a week. It's just un, it's unfathomable. You know what yeah. I mean? You got so much going on. Two companies, uh, you know. I can't imagine. Five kids, you know. I mean, I got a whole deal, you know, a little mini farm. I mean, we're going like full throttle seven days a week, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, it's, a, it's, it's a tremendous amount where, of work. Where do you live at? Uh, in Laurel. Down South Park City Road out oh, there. Oh, that's right. You're yeah. seeing it on that side. We got we got 20 acres right there, so that's a nice awesome. little mini farm, you know. Yeah. Chickens, we got it all, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We I did that too. I went we through went that. There, yeah. I had chickens. I had goats. I had horses out there. I went through all that. But anyway, once I went all in on the big, once I went all in on the, this food trailer, it was like I didn't have time. I didn't have time to. I can't, I'm horrible with my time and time management and organization. Like that's the biggest thing that holds me back is like just being organized and being able to execute. Like I have great ideas, but like to get it all, well, at least I think they're great, but right. all of a sudden I get in there, but that the difference between getting it done and not getting done is just that it's execution. It's being organized and execution. And I'm yeah. terrible at organization. Yeah. It's, being just totally unmanageable when you got so much on your plate and you think you can just handle it you know you're swinging so hard in every direction just to try to get to the goal you know to yeah. get to that but i agree wow well hey chuck i uh, I, I appreciate you coming out here early this morning this is early on a monday morning before we all go to work and uh um it's been just really great getting to know you and finally having this conversation um I'm looking forward to many more of these yeah. conversations. And uh, I'm going to work on that destroyer. We'll see what... Uh, oh, it's happening. We'll, and it's uh, going to be <laughs> spicy, hot. It's going to be huge and delicious. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yummy. I, Yummy. I'm probably going to advertise it as ruin your day hot. No. This is ruin, ruin your day, day hot. I don't... This isn't going to hit you tomorrow. No. It's going to hit you right now. Well, I think it should be like for all everybody out there that's into spicy hot food, you got to try this. Hey, you think you got? I would agree you, with him. I got Chuck. Go try pot, it. Like, go hey, if you like hot, try yeah. this. Hey, like it's gonna it's yeah. gonna wake you up. Yeah, you got to get positive. But people like to be challenged. Well, that's the challenge. I'm challenged with the positivity. I'm yeah. with Chuck. Yeah, <laughs> go positive. I'm being real with you. You sit there and tell them already they're gonna have issues. Yeah, like because you're already you're already setting set their mind. Yeah, you got the wrong mindset. We got to sit there and change that up to hey who out there really eats hot food spicy food come you tell know, us this is this is the real this is challenges for you believe that all right well we're gonna figure that out this week we'll get that uh it's happening chuck thanks for coming i hey. i totally enjoyed it it's been a lot of fun hey thank you so much i appreciate it all right guys we'll do this another time for sure right yep all right hey thanks we'll see you hey that was great